Welcome to Sports 56 Happy Hour with Johnny Radio. This hour is brought to you by Scooters Plus on Summer Avenue. Now, here's your host, Johnny Radio himself, John Harden. Welcome into a little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy, Johnny Radio. I got Brian Dagas and Johnny Hill in the house, and this is Friday, and we busy, man. We so busy, ain't even funny. We got Jay Ham up in the hizzy. We're going to talk a little NBA action, talk about a little Anthony Davis, LeBron James. By the way, 21st season in the league, man. LeBron James still just as yoked as all get out. Looking good, isn't he? But yeah, plastic man. Yoked. Plastic man, though, man, you know. Good games, bad games, live or die with them. We'll talk about some of LeBron's comments that he made about Anthony Davis. Oh, you know, we don't care what people say about Anthony Davis over here. You know, oh, 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 oh. we'll get into that with Jay Ham. Plus, we got to talk about the Grizzlies. You know, they're back in action tonight. I think I'm going to go down to the FedEx Forum because after the game, I'm going to a Halloween party. Oh, yes, sir. And yes, I'm already sir. dressed up. And I know it's Friday, and Halloween's not till Tuesday, right? Yeah, but legendary outfit, John. Dude. Legendary. This is actually... Legendary. This isn't really like a Halloween costume. This is what I use on the weekends for bachelorette parties when I go and put in a little work. <laughs> it's a little side hustle I got. So I just brought my, you know, my, my other working hustle, attire. John? Yeah, man. Good money. Lots of fun, by the way. Just the summed about it. I like putting on wigs and cop outfits and then taking all my clothes off and handcuffing people. <laughs> it works out really, really well. Nuggets Grizzlies tonight, 7 o'clock. I'm going to be fired up. Hopefully you are too. Big slate of hoops. We also have tons of college football to get into today. You know Lee Sterling from ParamountSports.com is going to join us. Lee is the best damn handicapper on planet Earth. I'm telling you right now, he sent me to Denver. He sent me down to Florida. And I just keep spending money like it's going out of water because I know it's just going to keep coming in. ParamountSports.com. That segment today is at 12 o'clock. You really don't want to miss it. It is um, – it's going to be nasty. And you know there's some good games this week. There's some tricky games out there as well. So make sure uh, you are all over that. The games were breaking down. You have Tulane, who's a 10.5-point favorite over Rice. Memphis, 7.5-point favorite over North Texas. We're going to break down the Tennessee and Kentucky game. And we're also going to talk a little bit about the whole Michigan scandal that seems to be spilling everywhere. I'm going to tell you a little secret about this little scandal. They talk about South Carolina used, talk to the coaches, and used the same thing to beat Tennessee. And, you know, all the fan bases are getting really excited. But have you noticed, like, the coaches aren't saying nearly as much? Yeah, they haven't really said anything. Oh, you want to know why? Because everybody's cheating. Now, maybe not, not to the degree which with Michigan was doing it. And again, they really didn't do it all that great. I mean, my guy with like a his little cell phone videotaping the sideline. There's all kind of film out there to get. Um, we're going to talk about that. We'll also talk about how TCU now looks like a bunch of geniuses. Because everybody's like, they knew Michigan was stealing signals, so they changed up their signals before the game. Man, like, that's crazy. There's just so much stuff that's just coming over here, but we're going to talk a little bit of college football today. And, you know, speaking of college football, you know we got um, 
a little bit of action going on. You know the big, big game of Florida Atlantic and Charlotte's tonight. But FAU is a three-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. I actually got a little pick on that bad boy. We'll get that today about mm, 12.45. And, of course, then we're going to break down all the big games, man. We got some big, big games. NFL to talk about. Oh, it's going to be a fun, fun show. First and foremost, though, Johnny, um, Halloween's Tuesday. Yeah, it is. But I feel like this is a Halloween weekend where everybody's going to party, correct? To me, it yes, it's for sure. This is where it starts. It started this week, and it's just going to keep going. Yeah. So, yeah, it for sure start this Saturday. It's going to start. You're prepared. I'm already prepared. You're I love prepared, it. man. I, I like it. it. I got, um, you know, like I said, I got a party to go to tonight. Um, I'm going to dress up and party and go to the Ole Miss Vanderbilt game tomorrow. So okay. I'm going to be dressed up all weekend. I, I like it, man. I have a feeling I'm going to be in, I'm going to be knee deep in the Tito's as well. You know, when life hands you lemons, make lemonade. You just make a lemon drop. Lemon drops. Yeah, make sure it's made with Tito's handmade vodka. Though. Okay, okay. Now, last night, did you watch any NFL football? Yeah, I, I did. I got a chance to look at it, man. Man, um, very, very weird game. Not a lot of scoring in the second half. Tampa Bay Bucks just don't look very good. Josh Allen still seems to me just a little bit off. Yeah, he is. Um, I don't know what it is. And, I mean, my man makes so many plays. I mean, he does. He does everything. He threw the ball. He dropped back 40 times last night. Um, ran the ball seven times for 41 yards. Ran for a touchdown. Threw for two. Had that pick that was batted at the line of scrimmage that yeah. went up in the air. Um, Buffalo Bills are going to go as far as Josh Allen goes. Yeah, um, yeah, he's for sure. Without them, <laughs> it's no team, man, because you never know what you're going to get with Stephon Diggs as well. Yeah, he had a good night yeah. game last night, nine receptions. Um, Gabe Davis was out there doing his thing as well. The, it, I'm not, and James Cook, by the way, very underrated uh, running back. Uh, we always talk about the running situation, how Josh Allen has to ba- basically carry it. Well, he's not the greatest in between the tackles, but he's also a hell of a route runner. Oh, um, yeah, he is, so, for sure. Outside the backfield, he can do it all, man. And, really then, and then you look over at the Bucks, and I don't even know what the Bucks are. They don't run the ball that well. Their running game is not good <laughs> this year. I mean, it's they not, ran the ball. The they only had um, 17 total carries for 78, 78 yards. It's still 4.6 yards in average. Um, but, you know, that reverse with Godwin where you got 14 yards is pretty much one of their – I think that was their actually biggest run of the night. Uh, oh, no, Rasheed White. Uh, he had uh, he had a he broke one off. Oh yeah, yeah, 30. he did break one. He had a big one. He mm-hmm. had a big one. He had a real big one. Yeah. But man, just that, when I look at Tampa Bay, you know Baker Mayfield. You got the guys out there on the outside. You got Mike Evans. You got Chris Godwin. Um, you got pieces. It's just that offense is very very blah. Todd Boyles. Not very interested in him, but um, red zone, especially with the, the Tampa Bay Bucks defense, though, they do go out there and fight tooth and nail. Yeah, they do. They do. And, you know, you, they got some good vets on that defense as well, like Latavius Davis. Also, they got uh, that boy Devin White. So Devin they, White's a yeah. nasty linebacker. Yeah, so, like, they got they got some dogs on that defense for sure, but like, it's like they can only do, do so much when the defense is on the field so much, man. That is the truth, and and that Tampa Bay team is just not very good. Buffalo, though, I still am not sure exactly who they are, um, but you know they go as far as Jazz, Josh Allen goes, and that defense also needs to get a little bit healthier. For sure, for sure, they need um, to get especially healthy. get that defensive front back to uh, doing well, and life will be good. Now Sunday games galore. I mean, you got the Cowboys and the Rams starting things off. Um, big, big games this weekend. Looking forward to it. There's one, though, that just kind of sticks out, and it, and it and it's weird. 
The Patriots are terrible. Yeah, they are. But last week, they were damn good. They was. Very good. Like, they were they were on point. They played the Bills. The Bills you saw last night, they dropped 29 points on that Buffalo defense, held Josh Allen down to 25, got a much-needed win. Now they play a Dolphins team who everybody now feels like has been a little bit exposed. Yes, that offense is nasty, but if you can put pressure on Tua, yeah, you can cause all kinds of problems. One thing Bill Belichick can do is design pressure. He really can. He and, really can. and I just feel like this Dolphins game getting nine and a half points, and I know it's in Miami, but let's not forget what's the record for the Dolphins against winning teams? They're, I mean, against teams that have a winning record, they're zero and two. Lost both those games by fourteen or more points. Yes, for sure. They beat up on weak competition. They do, and I mean they beat up on them weak competition, but it's just. Uh, it's it's just wild talking about the NFL. I don't know how to pick this game. Luckily, we have Lee Sterling again. When you beat Chargers, Patriots, Broncos, Giants, and Panthers, just doesn't. I'm not sure. I don't know if I can lay nine and a half, even though as great as their offense is. And we always go back to that 70 point game, but it was against Denver. Yeah, Denver has been a big, huge disappointment this year. They had a lot of hype, and they just came back to reality once the season really just started. Yeah, Nate Hackett doesn't look like he was as bad a coach as everybody said he was. Come on. Sean Payton is looking crazy right now. Yeah, Sean Payton <laughs> is looking absolutely crazy. Another thing that's crazy is, did you hear that Brock Purdy's in concussion protocol? Yes, I did hear that. I did. Man, I'm I did. T- listen, 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 listen. I think I believe that Sam Darnold is a much more talented thrower of the football. He's got a stronger arm. Okay. He's bigger. I can, He's mm-hmm. more athletic. Yeah. He was a number three pick for a reason. He was. Talk about it. But the thing is, is everybody's like, oh, man, Brock Purdy, concussion protocol, this could be the time Sam Darnold comes out. And all of a sudden, with Kyle Shanahan's offense, with these weapons, with this offensive line, he could fly. He's yeah. probably better than Purdy. He's this. He's that. I'm not so sure. I've watched Sam Darnold play a lot of football. Mm-hmm. A lot of quarterbacks have to remember the game. Yes, it's about physical skills, but it's also about what's between your ears. Yeah. Peyton Manning was not a great thrower of the football. He threw ducks all over the damn place. Yes. And Peyton was the best thing about Peyton was his IQ of the game. That's that was, right. That's the biggest thing for Peyton. He knew the defense. He knew what they were doing. He had great anticipation. He was in charge of everything. He knew everybody's job. And that's something that Brock Purdy, I'm not saying he's Peyton Manning, but Brock Pur- Purdy's ant- anticipation. Yes, yes. His confidence inside the For pocket. Sure. Yes. Him trusting his read and his eyes. And you got to trust your eyes when you play a quarterback. That's something that Brock Purdy does. That's something I've never seen Sam Darnold do yes. outside of college. For sure. Trust what he's seeing. And I don't know if you can just shake that off. Man, to be honest, sometimes a guy is who he is. You know, they come into the league, they just they just are who they are no matter what you do. But I will say he will have a chance to succeed with it being Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan unlock a lot of good things in quarterbacks, man. So, like, who who knows, man? Who knows? Well, we're going to find out. But I'll tell you one thing. A lot of people, you know, Cincinnati had a bye week last week. Oh, yeah, they did. By the way, if you didn't know, 49ers are playing the Bengals. Um, and that this is a game where I feel like San Francisco, who's lost two straight, people are like, "No, this defense is too good. This defense is banged up." Did you see? Did yeah. you see Greenlaw last week? Yeah. My man was coming out play after play. Now is he the toughest 
SOB you've ever seen. He is one of them. He's a dog for sure. He went out there, got knocked out, comes back in two plays later. You saw Werner was all banged up. That defense is just a little bit beat up. Are they extremely talented? Yes, they are extremely talented. But Minnesota Vikings also showed Cincinnati a small blueprint that I think a lot of other teams are going to watch. Double, and if you have to, triple Nick Bosa. Make the rest of the defensive line beat you. I didn't see Cleveland Farrell get off the bar. Eric Armstead, um, Hargrave had a bad game. Remember, Minnesota dropped by 40 times, zero sacks for Kirk Cousins. Why? Because they doubled and they tripled that dude, Nick Bosa. Mm-hmm. And now that film is out there, so everybody's going to do it now, John. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to try to do the same thing. I think that's what they're going to try and do. And guess what? Cincinnati Bengals has a pretty damn good offensive line. Very, yeah. Um, they, they're uh, they coming together. They're doing their thing. Joe Burrow coming off of, you know a little week of rest. Feel like his calf is going to be – I mean, you keep hearing that it's better and better and better and better. And, I mean, heck, they even said this. We go, Joe Burrow's fine. He's good to go. Well, if Joe Shiesty's back – I like it. If Jamar Chase is always open. What he say? He always open. He's always open. If T. Higgins is running by people all over the place. Yes, man. Then, man, why is it that this feels like the 49ers are ripe? Like, right now, if you're going to go get them, and if you want to get your Cincinnati Bengals team going back in that right direction off that bye, Going out to San Francisco, this might be a, this might be the week that you want to go play the 49ers. Yes, this for sure is a week because, that, like you said, that team is very banged up. So this is the opportunity for the Bengals to take an opportunity and just knock them off even more. And, and, and Cincinnati's defense this year has been filthy. They held the Seahawks yes, to 13 points. It. The Titans are terrible, but they held them to only a field goal. They held the Browns. Um, earlier in the year when they lost to him in the, one of the worst games offensively I've ever seen Joe Burrow play. And they still held them to 24 points. And I'm talking about the offense did nothing to help the defense at all. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Yeah. So this is just, I, I don't know, man. I feel like this Cincinnati Bengals team is ripe. I think the San Francisco 49ers, uh, this is when, you know, they, I, do I think they're a good football team? Absolutely. I mean, yes, I think they're a good football team. I think they're a lot banged up. And I'm sorry. I know Brock Purdy has played bad the last two weeks. He has. He has. That interception he threw when they had an opportunity to drive down the field and win that jump last week was a terrible read. I mean, it was a good read. It was just he threw the ball too far to the inside. It just it, it wasn't good. But, man, I don't trust Sam Darnold. I and if Sam Darnold is starting on one side and I got Joe Shiesty and they say he's healthy on the other. And, by the way, let's not forget, you got no Debo. No Debo Samuels that's for San Francisco. That's that's, that's big. Loss. And yes, you're like George Kittle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Brandon Ayuk. Yes. Christian McCaffrey. Yes. But man, Debo does a little bit of everything. And again, it goes all back to Darnold. And Debo, like you said, Debo just bring a different type of spark with the 49ers, man. Like he's really like the like a real like the energy of that offense. But other than Christian McCaffrey, but McCaffrey was also banged up. So you really don't know how many more hits or how how healthy he is at this point in time in the season. I, I'm definitely going to take right now. And by the way, I don't know if you realize you can get the Bengals plus four right now. Oh yeah, and that money <laughs> okay. line comeback is also pretty good. So I'm all, I'm all up on the Bengals. By the way, then the other thing I just wanted to do I don't like to just come to work and complain. Talk about it. I don't because nobody wants to hear it. They want positivity. They want happiness. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But Sunday and Monday night's football game, the two standalone games of the week are terrible. The Bears and the Chargers? 
Oh, man, no. That's Sunday night. <laughs> I didn't know this. <laughs> the Bears and the Chargers. And then, what? and then hold on, and then on Monday is the Raiders and the Lions. Come on, man. They could have done better with that. Chargers nine-point favorite over the Bears. Right now, Lions eight-and-a-half-point favorite. No, yeah, Detroit's an eight-and-a-half-point favorite over the Raiders. Chargers are a nine-point favorite over the Bears. Those are the two standalone games, man. Damn. You got to do a little bit better at scheduling than this NFL. I think they feel like I think they felt like that the Bears were going to take the next step, but like you, they didn't. It's obvious, and this is just terrible scheduling right here, man. I mean, come on, I would watch. There's so. I mean, again, the 49ers for me and the Dagum Bengals. That's like the game that I really look forward to see. But there's just a ton of games I would much prefer, I would prefer to see over this. I mean, hell, I'd rather see the Dead Gum Jets and the Giants. A rock fight almost. No, I, actually, no, I don't want to see that one either. I'll be, I'll be watching it. Jets only a three-point favorite over the Giants. It's pretty wild to me too. But, heck, the Jags and the Steelers, I think, is going to be a sneaky good game. Yeah, I think that will be a really good game. Uh, I don't know if you heard what George Pickens said about that secondary, man. He said the George deep- Pickens, Mr. Georgia, Mr. <laughs> I've been de- destroying cornerbacks. Yes, man. He said that defensive line give the secondary hope. He would call him the uh, secondary very terrible, man. So, George Pickens is looking to have a really big day against the Jaguars secondary. Be on the lookout for that. Man, oh, man. I like I like a little trash talk. And I'll tell you one thing. Kenny Pickett, um, he just he makes plays. You got you to give the kid credit. That offensive line is so bad. But he still steps in the pocket. He still uses his feet. He keeps his eyes down the field. He hits Johnson. He hits Pickens. They took care of the Rams. Remember, they just beat, what was it, two weeks ago they beat the Ravens? Uh, Yes, yes, they did. They did. Man, I mean, like, and and again, don't forget, this is also the team that beat the Browns. I mean, they beat the Browns, the Ravens. They beat the Rams, but somehow they lost to the Texans. But the Texans ain't that bad. But they didn't just lose to the Texans. They got smoked by the Texans. That boy C.J. Stroud. Yeah, he's been doing his thing. He's been doing good. Tony, this team is sneaky good. Everybody's talking about the Steelers aren't any good. Everybody's saying very simply, this is an easy game. You take the Jags. Not so fast, my friend. Not so fast, my friend. But we're going to break down tons of NFL. Again, we got the Grizzlies, Denver tonight. We got Lee Sterling at 12 o'clock giving us all of our bets. And then we have T Money and Uncle Brasky. That's right. T Money and Uncle Brasky today at 1230. Fade those fools, if you know what I'm saying. Just, uh, just listen, laugh, and fade them. Now, I got to remind all of you people out there this whole first hour is brought to you by the great people at Scooters Plus. They're at 3425 Summer Avenue. You can go to scootersplus.us, check out all their inventory, or you can just hop on over there. They're open 9 to 6, Monday through Saturday. Those are their showroom hours, and it's the largest showroom in the Mid-South period. They have ATVs, UTVs. Uh, they have spider trikes, honey stars, ravengers, side-by-sides. They've got motorcycles. they got golf carts. You name it. If it's got wheels and a motor, it goes. Plus, they have those e-bikes. You know what an e-bike is? No, I never heard of it. Man, you like plug that little John up as a bike and say you get tired of pedaling and you just like zoom, zoom. That sounds cool, man. So you can do a little workout and then you can be like, and tired. Nah, done. Done mine. Head on over to 3425 Summer Hour. That is Scooters Plus. Parts, repairs, sales, and service. Don't forget they have financing options available. Going over there right now, there's an inventory reduction sale going on. You can also just put 25% down. 
bam, you just pay on it each month, each week, whenever you get paid, whatever. And then by the time Christmas rolls around, Santa will pick that bad boy up and he'll drop it down the chimney. Scooters Plus Parts Repairs, Sales and Service. Scooters Plus, the price is always right. Now it's time to talk with Jay Ham on the other side. We got to get a pretty deep up into some basketball. Sports 56, 98.5 FM. Join the voice of the Tigers, Dave Woloshin, for Wolo and Friends. Weekday mornings from 10 to 11, here on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Now, back to Sports 56 Happy Hour with Johnny Radio. This hour is brought to you by Scooters Plus on Summer Avenue. Here once again is Johnny Radio. Snap back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Oh, there goes gravity. Choke. He's so mad, but he won't give up daddies. He know he won't. Welcome back to a little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy Johnny Radio. I got Jay Ham in the hizzy, and we busy, baby. NBA's kicking. Believe it or not, did you know people are playing hockey right now? Right, right, right now? Like, not this very, very second, but, like, hockey's even going on. You know what? I remember one time the Grizz played the New Orleans Hornets at, like, a 12 noon game. I was there at the Forum. I think it was the first year the Forum opened. It was, like, for school kids. They brought a whole bunch of kids from around the surrounding area. I think they played it like So that noon. morning you just hopped up, got on the school bus, and pretended to be and a you kid. you were going to the Grizz. You going to see the Heck Grizz. yeah, man. <laughs> It was pretty dope. Me and my mom went because I remember that. That was the first, yeah, that was the first season of four. Man, memories. Yeah, I'm gonna be making some memories tonight, man. Nikola Jokic is back in the place. Murray, the defending. Oh, I'll be there tonight too. It's gonna be nasty. Uh, you'll know who I am. I'm gonna be the uh, stripper <laughs> cop. My badge says Officer Ed Banger. If you're not watching on the live feed, John really looks like Bobcat Goldway from the Police Academy franchise. <laughs> I'm just saying, I had to get him. You <laughs> really do. <laughs> he, he don't. He don't look like him, but he look like he's partnered with him. <laughs> His partner in crime. I haven't thought of Police Academy in so long. That movies, those movies were hilarious. It might be after one. I might have to pull up. I'm gonna have to pull one of them. Yeah. out. I'm gonna definitely have to pull one of them out, man. But Grizzlies back in action uh, tonight. They struggled in the very first game one because, well. Xavier Tillman ain't growing no more. Like, it ain't all of a sudden one day he's going to wake up and he's going to be 6'11", 7 feet tall. And then he still had a double-double, right? And he still played good, but they got out-rebounded by 15 against the Pelicans. That's where that's... And that's the whole crux of the problem. I still, nothing against Steven Adams. I'm a huge Steven Adams fan. I always like Jonas, though. I always like Jonas Mallard Jonas. He was man, just that kind JV, of cool. Man, JV, man, coming know? back into the crib, taking care of business. Yeah. I like JV as well. You know, but it's one of those, historically, we don't open up well to start the year. I think it was like 4 and 17, 4 and 18 in season openers. So it's one of those. So it's like, okay. And then going back for me, going back to like Grit Grind, I usually don't sink my teeth into it in that way until about 25 in, which is January. Usually the turn of the calendar, that's why I'm like, okay, now we seeing who's who, what's what. But chemistry will get there. I think, I mean, I mean, Smart, Derek Rose, right. Desmond Bain, I got nothing backcourt back problem. I'm just saying like like that right now, man, you got to go against the Joker tonight. Like who's going to take care of Aaron Gordon? Um, I mean, it just, when I look at this dead gum game, the Pelicans game, I mean, I hate to say it, 
I told everybody if they were listening, you better put your money on the Pelicans' money line to win the game. They were getting one point. It was even money to bet on them. Like, how can you not take that? Now the Nuggets come in six-point favorites over the Grizzlies tonight. I don't know where I don't I don't I don't want to put any money on this one because I'm not because I'm I going to go out and have too much fun. Right. I think the Grizzlies could pull one out of their keister. I, I mean, they could. It just doesn't seem likely because the matchups. I mean, Denver, of course, you know the defending champs. They're great against everybody, but this could be ugly. But it's also the NBA. Oh, I know. Anybody can win on any damn given night. Trust me. Somebody gets hot from outside, and then everybody goes banana sandwiches. You know, but it's – and I guess it's one of those where I'm looking around at general reactions from game one, and I'm like, yo, relax. It's only one. There's is still there a lot a, left. Is there a squeak in here, or am I crazy? Mm-hmm. There's still a lot left to be desired. I don't know, though. I don't hear it, but – You don't hear it? I, I don't know, man. I'm – so, I feel like I must be losing my mind over here. Did y'all give me no, some John, acid? No, John, I thought I was losing my mind. I hear it too. Don't know what it is. We're trying to figure it out. 901-360-8255. Are we the only ones that hear it? Hello? <laughs> no more squeaks. Okay. Maybe they'd have been sorry. That just was driving me banana sandwiches, and um, I felt like literally somebody spun me. All right, but it's just it's one. It's one of 82. That is the truth. You know, so, and tonight it still may be 0-2, <laughs> 82, but it's still, I mean, we ain't even got to Halloween yet. Shoot, you're right, and we don't even get to Halloween until next Tuesday, but we're already dressed up partying for the weekend. Now, I don't want to say this every week, but <laughs> but I think they'll be fine in the long run, though. It's just, you know, ironing out a few kinks, and the chemistry will come. I hope so. I hope so. Well, Grizzlies back in action tonight against the defending champs down at FedEx Forum. Now we got to talk a little bit about some of the games that have happened. Um, I'm gonna we're gonna talk more Grizzlies later on, but I just want to ask you what it, what it, what do you think about this Lakers team? They're better. They're better. I like their personnel better than what they had a year ago. Got a little younger. Cast like Cam Reddish, Christian Wood. That's cool. It's cool additions for them, but. The LeBron will be managed. I mean, twenty nine points a game in the. I mean, twenty nine minutes in the first right, game. Right. Uh, last night, LeBron did play thirty five minutes. They said he wasn't going to play more than thirty minutes, but he did play thirty five minutes last night. He'll probably average around thirty, just on a nightly basis. You probably see some nights where he'll go forty. <laughs> you know, maybe more, but. He's going to try to lighten that load for him and just try to get through enough spot. I mean, because they were pretty much in position coming in as a seven seed a year ago. And like I said, the personnel, I like this group talent-wise better than the one that they had a year ago. I think they'll be fine. Now, I just still can't figure out how they won that game last night. Um I know that well, Phoenix I mean, had an 11-point fourth quarter, and that's going to do a- it to AD you. outscored the but Suns by himself. By himself, yes, and he was you great. Know. But this Lakers team couldn't buy a three-point shot, and they well, kept they, chunking them. They, they still, that's still an issue of deficiency for them. But when you're 5 for, what was it, 5 for 30, I think? Oh, yeah, that's horrendous. That's <laughs> terrible. 5 for 29, sorry, I was pretty close. Yeah, that, that, 17%. That, yeah, that's rough. And they still won the game, and, and they, they got out rebounded. I mean, I'm, I just kept, and I know the fourth quarter but, struggles, but, but like, how can only, the Suns shoot the ball that bad? You got a major hitter 
and Kevin Durant, but he's your only hitter that they had. He's not shooting good early in the season, two games in. I mean, but he also, again, he was the only hitter of the three that they had on the floor available last night. True. I mean, if Book's out there, I mean, it's a wrap. Oh, either one of them. Maybe if, if, if Brad was there as well. Brad LeBeal, Book, either one of them, man. That was just, I, I mean, I don't know, man. That was, but the show that I enjoyed was the one before that. The debut in Milwaukee for Dame Lillard. Oh, I was about to get there. Give me a little bit. You like the way this thing looks? You think this oh, is going to be perfect? Here, here's an issue that I see with people, with, with everybody going against this team. If Philly, who is generally a pretty good defensive team, they got so many issues. They're picking him up at least at half court. He's getting the screen set at the logo, at the center court logo, and it's downhill. And with his skill set, he can stop on a dime. He can beat you off the dribble. He can do all, pull up with the midi, all of it. Pick your poison. Man, 39 points in his debut for the Bucks. 39, eight boards, four, four dimes. Damn. Pick your poison. You know, so, and he still got Chris Middleton. He still got Giannis. He still got hitters with him, you know. It's, this is going to be a fun deal to watch. And I think for me, the funnest part about all of this, John, the most fun about all of it is I didn't see many preseason championship predictions from a lot of people. Because nobody really knows. Well, because, you mean, like, honest to God, do you know how difficult that is to say? I mean, <laughs> I mean I, in the East, Boston, Milwaukee. Um, Porzingis with a 30. Dude, by the way, 30 let me tell you man. That was also the highest Celtic scoring debut with Porzingis with 30. Man, not having to be the dude, being just a dude at seven feet tall who can stroke a three, that's... That's unfair. Strange. He just got to stay healthy. It's unfair. Yeah, keep exactly. him out of the strip clubs and keep him healthy. He's like the only like player from across the water that actually like gets into trouble. He does. Yeah, he loves <laughs> them strip clubs. Like he loves them. Yeah, this, this dude. I mean, I don't blame life. him. If I was rich, seven feet tall, I'd probably like a shake junt too. <laughs> you know. And it's, it's like you said, dude, at the strip club, the whole deal. I mean, it's unlike Luca. Luca just drink beer. Uh, by the way, Luca is—he's he's nuts. I saw that. That debut was ridiculous, and I loved it when he dropped that f bomb right there. Like it was just so casual. Um, <laughs> is, is Luca and Kyrie going to make? Are they going to be able to work? They're going to be fun to watch. Is that, are they going to de- play, play defense on anybody? I mean, they're playing for Jason Kidd. He's going to require you to play some defense. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of one of those deals, but. And Grant Williams was a good He's deal a, for them. Yeah, I think that's a big pickup for them. Right. That's where the defensive toughness will be geared and, and motored from. It'll be from him. Or at least one of them, at least. You know, but What do you think about Wimby, man, since speaking of Dallas, that's who they played? Man, once in a generation. Like he's gonna be that dude yeah. after one game. <laughs> the thing that's wild for me is you know you know the last rookie that's made the uh, NBA all star team? Yeah. Who? Well. You're probably going to get it wrong. I, I almost fell over. I had to think about that one. You won't believe it. Back in 2010, 2011, Blake Griffin. Really? That's how long that a rookie has made an all-star team. You got me on that one. I didn't even think it. Man. You see, I, 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 last rookie to be an all-NBA selection, Tim Duncan, 1997. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah all right. 
first team. And he was also first. Yeah, he was the all defensive <laughs> team. He was, but that, that was Tim Duncan. O- was over different. at 94 Feet of Life, youtube.com forward slash at 94 Feet of Life. What we like to say about Tim Duncan was that he was a veteran as a rookie. Yes, he was. He pretty much, he was like a five year vet when he came in. And he was born boring. Yeah. And never changed. Yeah, you know, substance, no sauce. Just the. Just goes out and plays. White bread with cheese toast. Uh huh. Pretty much like how I described the Indiana Pacers on a general basis. But Man, I don't they're know, one that, of my that, favorite those teams. Indiana to watch. Pacer teams back in the day with Reggie. <laughs> they're one of my favorite crews to watch right now. I watched them the other when they had night. Jermaine O'Neal and man, there's some oh, Pacers that, teams. That squad there was fun too. Yeah, there's some fun teams that I, I used. To, yeah, but uh-huh. I like this crew with uh, Tyrese Halliburton and and the cast that he's got running with them. Miles Turner and those dudes. They got some get up. You know, they beat who did they beat up on the other night? They put up one forty six. Damn, I don't even remember. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah, so I'm just glad that it's all back and it's all rolling, and we're hoping again, you know. Well, Wimby, um, just kind of stick to him. Does he keep Pop coaching longer? Is this the yeah. guy that Pops is going to take to the promised land? I think Pop going to let him fly. Why wouldn't he, though? I mean, I would. The cool part about Pop is that you look back at what he was in the mid-90s going forward and in the early championship years, and you, he's like that face of intensity. Now he just looks like he just be out full of wine all the time. <laughs> True that. I will say, though, also, you know, Pop, remember when he hired Becky Hammond back in the day? When didn't he, it was, was it Becky Hammond when he hired her? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think she was like the first hire female right. coach in the NBA. Well, he, he really wanted her to be like his – you know, his apprentice, mm-hmm. but he just wasn't ready to go home. And then after his wife passed, it was like, that's what I got. This is all I got. I got right basketball. Here, you know, right. So, and I think for him to, in fairness, he kind of really built what they all have there anyway. He hired the guys that's over him. He brought them in, groomed them, and put them in position over him. Like he did with, um, what's my man at Oklahoma City, GM. Ah. Can't remember his name at the top of my head right now, but he was one of those that came from Pop. Sam Presti. Oh man, damn! I'm sitting here going. There you go. My brain ain't working at all today. But man, hey, ain't yeah, either. I've got a cop uniform on. I'm thinking about one thing. Yeah, but it the culture that he's ultimately set in San Antonio, and it's still ongoing, even with a younger crop. But how many times does an organization? Especially a small market organization hit the lick on three generational big men. Hmm. It's a good point. I, I mean, like it's not the Lakers we're talking about, which they traded, inherited, and did other stuff to get it. Boston, who draft theirs, or you know, how, this is a small market crew. <laughs> And they hit that all within pretty much a 35-year span. It's the front office all-stars. And, again, the reason I brought up Breggy Hammond, because I thought it was nuts back in the day hiring her, but, man, she just went one with the aces. And if you heard her talk at her parade, they went man, that's the toughest woman I ever heard in my life. Oh, absolutely. You know, I was scared to death of her just looking through it. I was like, oh, no, if that was my mother, I'd never got in trouble. The only other woman that scared me like that from basketball since was Pat Summit. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Because I bought it. I believe every word she said. <laughs> mm, she was serious. Man, um, 
James Harden situation has gotten a little bit weird, of course. Wow. It's gotten wild. And now you got them investigating the fact that he uh, violated participation policy for a national televised game or something to this. I mean, like, I, I've been looking into this going, what? And they, they're doing all kinds of things. I mean, I think everybody's just sick and tired of him not showing up in game six and game seven, but also everybody's just sick and tired of him always wanting out, pouting. You know, if you want to play in the NBA, play in the NBA. If you want to hang out with the baby and little baby, go do that. It's very self-destructive what he's doing right now. It huh? is, and it's hurting also uh, Joel Embiid big time. I think he's about to ask out at some point. Man, I'll tell you one thing. That's the fastest. He played like 40 minutes last night. He ain't got the knees for that. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, that was the first game of the year, too. You know what I'm saying? He really ain't got the knees for that. But – the James Harden deal, man, it's the thing about this with him is you see it's a lot of entitlement, which from a statistical standpoint, he's earned. But from the end result standpoint, he never wins in the playoffs. He That's disappears. The end if, it's, standpoint. If, if it's a six or a game six or a game seven, now, he's going to disappear. People don't really take this and put the weight on it, but I'm gonna say this. I said this on this show before. I say it again. He's the only superstar that's never missed the playoffs of this crop. It's a good point. He's the he's there every year. Yeah, he he gets bounced out, but he's. It's there. also because of his games, man. He draws so many fouls, and in I the think and in the final, I mean, and when you get to the playoffs, they don't call it nearly as tight. A combination he of line. he turns the ball over too much. A combination of the style of play, because he tries to take on the entire offensive load on his own, which he's gonna get his money, he's gonna eat, but at the same time, you can't win that way, not in this league, you know, and. It's just a lot of entitlement, but you don't have the result that is required, I think, to have that entitlement, you know, be established and, and stick, you know, and be accepted, which it won't really be accepted with a lot of people these days, to be honest. LeBron is probably the only one that can get away with it, and people still complain about him. Yep. So I think it may be premature, but I think James Harden may be done. Man, that's just wild to think about. But I, I, I do understand him showing up before the game because I, I found out he was going to for every game that he missed was going to lose. I really want to know. Thousand a game. I'm interested, but we won't go. We'll get this like in a tell-all situation. But his perspective of this whole thing and how we got to this—that's what I'm because the speculation is one thing. I really want to know from him. What, what's he thinking now? You know what I'm saying? What made him react? In that way with Daryl Morey, where was the what was the actual breakdown of everything? Mm-hmm. What did that he you lie guys to you about? Like this, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's 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 what makes it like this is like deeper than just money. You know what I'm saying? That's what make me feel that way. Yep, this is like man. I don't know. This is a little bit nuts. But one thing I can say about the 76ers, never thought Tyrese Maxey, when he came out of Kentucky, was going to be this good. I did. I did not. <laughs> I did. He, man, he, he, I mean, he was a late first-round pick. Uh, That's why I knew he was going to be dangerous man. right there, too, because he was going to go to a situation where— It wasn't a terrible team. He, was, he wasn't going to be on a terrible team. And he, the, the hitters that were there, they were going to appreciate the talent that he was and let him go. 
And then he went to a team that had Doc. Doc was going to let you eat anyway, you know, so mm-hmm. it's one of those. Man, I just got to say, Baxi is tearing things up. It is a fry yay. We're talking with Jay Ham. More on the other side. Don't you dare touch the dial. Sports 56, 98.5 FM. Broadcasting from the Family Leisure Studio, we are Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Now, back to Sports 56 Happy Hour with Johnny Radio. This hour is brought to you by Scooters Plus on Summer Avenue. Here once again is Johnny Radio. Snap back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Oh, there goes gravity. Choke, he's so mad, but he won't give up daddies. He know he won't have it. He knows his whole back to these ropes. It don't matter. He's dope. He knows that, but he's pro. He's so sad that he knows when he goes back to this mobile home. That's when it's back to the lab again, yo. This old rap. City better go capture this moment and hope it don't give it Welcome back to a little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy, Johnny Radio. Happy Friday, everybody. Hopefully you're going to get dressed up, go down and see little Grizzlies, maybe do a little partying tonight. But also got to tell you, man, it rained last night, but... Usually after it rains, the weather gets real nice. If you want to go play a little golf, how about Meadowbrook Country Club, 1250 West Broadway. It's just across the bridge, 10 minutes from downtown. If you live in Harbortown, if you live downtown, become a member. $350 a month, you get golfing, swimming, tennis, pickleball, the restaurant, the bar. My girl makes the best Bloody Mary in the whole wide world, and yes, they use Tito's. 71 is par, four tee boxes, championship Bermuda greens, and it's been private since 1959, but... It's now semi-private. If you don't want to join, you know, three fifty a month, but you want to go check it out and play a great little course, fifty-nine dollars. That includes a tax. That includes a cart. Go out there and have fun. Just fifty-nine dollars. Meadowbrook Country Club, all across the bridge at twelve fifty West Broad. Give them a call. Set up a tee time. Eight seven zero three nine four four one eight six. Eight seven zero three nine four forty one eighty six. Tell Mark I said what up. Tell him I sent you. Jay Ham, what's up, man? You got a little quiz for me? Oh, yeah. You want to get dirty with the quiz. Okay, let's roll. <laughs> First of all, these questions are inspired, influenced by the great Hubie Brown and how Hubie would just come up with all kinds of crazy stats. Hmm. 30. 30 from Porzingis. Now, hold on real quick, real quick. You can get these. You can Anybody out there who, who wants to get this quiz can get it where? I had a guy last week go four for four. Man, but where do you put it so you can, everybody can get it? I put him on Facebook and I put him on Twitter. I, uh, what's my Twitter handle? At 94 Feet Historian. Yeah, I put. It, I actually put it on Twitter when Brad tagged me on the show. I used that as a retweet on the tag. So there you go right there. Yeah. And I put it on Facebook as well under my page, Jay Historian Ham, as well as in the group 94 Feet of Life on Facebook. Holla at us. Holla at your boy. All right, let's get to the quiz. Okay, what we got? We got 30 from Porzingis just the other night when he scored 30 against the Knicks. That's the all-time scoring high for any Celtic debut. This player with 25 had the second highest. Your options are Larry Bird, Dominique Wilkins, Antoine Walker. Oh, Antoine Walker. Dominique Wilkins. No, Neek. Neek had 25 in his debut after. I, don't, I think he signed. It was after his Clippers run. I think that was his last team. Yeah, Neek, Neek, was, Neek got buckets everywhere when you think about yeah, it. Yeah, he did. 
the record for most teammates to score 25 or more in a single game is four. Which team below did does this record belong to? 85-86 Celtics. The 61-62 Royals. That's Oscar Robinson and company. The 2012-2013 Heat. Is that Bosch, LeBron, mm-hmm. Wade, Wade, Allen, Ray Allen, Rashad Four Lewis. dudes right there could have 25. I don't know who the hell's on that big O team, eh? I mean, I don't know if you know, in the 60s, I don't even think I was, I don't think I was anything. I don't even try to think how old my dad was. No, he's more than 55. I don't even know. Yeah, I knew that. Good job. <laughs> so he was just a little buck. 61-62 rules is your correct answer. It is? Yeah. Oscar Robinson had 26-22-11. All four of the dudes had 25. All of them had double-doubles. <laughs> this is insane. This is in, and that's the year that Oscar also averaged his very first triple double, the hard triple double that he averaged. Same year that Will averaged fifty, and all that good stuff. I'm the historian for a reason, man. I do the that. historian, the player that holds the record for most assists of any, uh, the most assists in any NBA game played on a Friday. Stockton. Great guess, but no. It's Kevin Porter. Not Kevin Porter from the, the Houston kid either. The old school Kevin Porter played in the 70s. He actually, he scored, he had 29 assists. I forgot the exact date. It's the second highest total all time in a single game because Sky Skiles holds the record with 30. Damn. Man, if you want more stuff that, this is a horse story. And he joins me every single Friday. We rap about this. And we got one we more. We rap about that. This is the team record for most free throws attempted for any game played on October 27th in the NBA. How in the hell am I supposed to know that? Is today October 27th? I can tell you how you're supposed to know that. I subscribe to Stathead through basketball reference. They said I can use their stuff as long as I shout them out. Shout out to Stathead. Stathead. <laughs> and wait, 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 who, what, who was it? The question again was the record for most the team record for most attempted free throws on any game played on October 27th. Your options are 60, 71, and 41. 41. 60. Team shot 60 free throws, and this was the 1970-71 Blazers. They shot seven, they shot sixty free throws in a game. <laughs> My God! The other team had two dudes fouled out. One dude had five. <laughs> Check out Jay at ninety four feet historian. Listening to him every single Friday right here. Don't forget he is the Baker's boy. We're going trick or treating on ninety four feet of life this Tuesday night, eight p.m. Eastern, seven p.m. Central. YouTube.com forward slash at ninety four feet of life. Make sure you check it out. On the other side, though, it's time to make some money, Jay. I know you like Lee Sterling because my man hits it up the Shout ballpark. Shout out to Lee Sterling. Shout out Lee. to T-Money and Brasky as That's well. right. That's right. And we got Lee on the other side. We're going to be breaking down all the games. This week we're breaking down a little NFL action with Atlanta, Tennessee, Jacksonville, Pittsburgh. Plus in college we have Tennessee, Kentucky, Memphis, North Texas, and Tulane versus Rice. Don't you dare touch that dial. Lee Sterling from Paramount Sports is next. Right here on Sports 56, 98.5 FM.